How long are these podcasts usually? We try and keep them down. If it was up to Jay, they would be three hours long. I was going to say. I'm trying to squeeze them to around the 40-minute mark. There you go. Yes, you like I feel like it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 53 of First Frames First. My name as the primary host of the show oh, for fuck. is Adrian Constantin. <laughs> Adrian Constantin. Yeah, a drain. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Jason Green, uh, the lesser host this time. Um, someone has to remember to press play on the press record. On oh, the that's GoPro. what the red light is. Um, otherwise, we go. you might be talking for 10 minutes and realize that, uh, that someone, there's no show happening. Some, that uh, someone whose duty it is to press the button didn't do it. And what I like the best about a fuck up <laughs> is doing it in front of a guest. So welcome uh, to for the, the show time. for the second time, <laughs> our very special uh, union actor guest, uh, Tony White, who we've known, uh, well, I've known for a very long time. We can talk about that. And we do, we, we do want to talk about oh, that. We're going to get into it. And we want to know uh, your history. <laughs> and, and hopefully Tony will give us some, some ins and outs of, of being an, uh, a union actor, um, how exciting that is. And, and maybe he'll give us a secret that will get him murdered. By the union. Oh, boy. The actor Amazing. union will I'm come hoping, and get That's him. what I'm hoping for. Da, yeah. da, da, da. All right. Perfect. So we'll... Uh, we'll uh, I, see, I always... I don't know how to end the intro. Yeah. Yeah. You just say, we'll see you in a minute. More yeah. like 15 seconds. <laughs> and then we should have some music that goes like... We did mention to Tony earlier that we were professionals at this. Yeah. There you go. You're a lefty? I am. Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. How did he? Paul did McCartney. He know that that yeah. was amazing. Who are we? Nobody's. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe, maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. And now we'll start the primary segment of our show. Fair enough. So, Tony... <laughs> Welcome, yes. welcome, Mr. Tony White. Yes, to Adrian. Adrian Constantin, that's right. Tony, <laughs> we've been doing this show for two years now. Um, I, I can tell. Every second week. <laughs> I can tell. And, um, you could tell. You really get a sense. It is the, the most setup. professional thing I've ever been on. Right? <laughs> you guys are amazing. <laughs> he hasn't been on much. If I had a hat, sarcasm? I would tip it to you. Is, is that sarcasm? No. It's, the best. it's oh. the best podcast I've ever been a guest on. <laughs> How many podcasts have you done? One. <laughs> this is it, this one. So, t- what are we doing here today, Jay? Why did Tony come around to this basement office? Fair enough. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Tony, every 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 time uh, that I've been involved with... Yeah. Uh, self-tapes. With Tony White's right. self-tape, uh, he's gotten a role in a film, a feature film. That's so literally amazing. That is... We're, as, as Jason said earlier, when it wasn't being taped, we are batting a thousand. We're batting a thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Tony is is auditioning for something pretty great. Um, we probably can't talk about it, right? No, we can't talk. All about right, it. so that's fine. So, but we can we could probably talk about it. 
If you get it. If you get After it. After the correct. fact. Oh, I'll be here, baby, screaming. We're, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, so every time... Next podcast, when it, when Tony's gone, we'll talk about it. Because so, mm. we don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We totally won't. Thank so, you. So how many how many self-tapes have you done? Well, it's just the one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is our second one. Let me tell you something. That's okay. not important. So, okay. But we're it's one not, for one. Yeah, one for when, one. And we're batting a thousand. When I'm in the NBA mm-hmm. and I shoot one basket... And then I break my knee. I'm like the highest percentage of basketball Ever. shot hitters. Totally. Uh, yeah. Basketball shot hitters? That makes sure. sense. Shooters. Shooters. Did you know there's a rule? I'm gonna just throw I'm gonna just ask this question. There's a rule that once the ball is inside the cone above the net, you can't knock it out. That's correct. Yeah. If you knock it out, it's called goaltending. Yeah. So you can't like you, you, you can you can if it's above if it's above the rim, you can swipe it away. But once it's in, you can't like scoop it. Right. Or go up underneath. No, you can't. Correct. You can't. Absolutely not. But like once it's like started going through the rim, yep. then it's then it's in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in, 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 in the NBA, what happens is um, there's shot blocking. But the only time you can block a shot yeah. is if it's going up. If yeah. it's actually on its way down and you block it, then that's called goaltending as well. Yeah, and I'm five foot four, so I'm the authority on the NBA. Yeah. Did, <laughs> did, you, did you know that once the ball's in the air, um, even the clock can run out? Mm-hmm. And so long as the ball's in the air, it, the, the, the basket counts. Yes, the shot totally. That's made. why the guys... I mean, I understood that because that's when the guys throw it from halfway across. Yeah, the, exactly. The buzzer the beaters, they call it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I thought I would have a no, cool, but cool piece of trivia. Every but. time I'm sitting watching a basketball game, and then somebody tells me a new rule, and I'm like, What? That's a thing. Did you yeah. know that the NBA makes up th- <coughs> every year? Excuse me. They make up three new rules and have to remove one rule. No, that's not true. That's not true. No. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It is. Oh, my word. It is. All right, Tony. Yes. Please tell me where you met this clown. Well, I mean. Well, it was at Barnum and Bailey's thirtieth uh, anniversary. Uh, he had really big shoes and a really big red nose, and that was before the circus. No, I met this clown a um, hundred years ago. Uh, there Feels was like an. Odd... Let me just think. Let me think. Was it? Was it two thousand eight? I think no, it was two thousand seven. It was before. Well, yeah, it was. It was. It was before two thousand and nineteen. We shot in two thousand eight. We yeah. shot in two thousand eight. Yeah. So in two thousand and three, did, did your shoot cause the worldwide economic collapse of all uh, the money markets? As a matter of fact, it did. That's what I thought. It did. It was, it was actually Jason's fault. No, but I, you know, he was holding auditions for a, a film, and uh, I auditioned for it. Mm-hmm. And um, I auditioned for, the, I think it was the 85-year-old lady with the, um, the uh, hose <laughs> and the high heels. And I auditioned for that, and what happened was he said I had not enough facial hair. Mm-hmm. So because I didn't have what enough facial hair. What kind of movie was this? Well, it was, it was actually called uh, Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> And and the wolf, yeah. and so what? I, I can't. What was the name of the film? So I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a great a great story about about this. Is that the name of the film was originally Guinness, mm-hmm. um, and it was a movie about um, two guy two like loser buddies in college that are trying to ba- break a, a world record. And uh, we did actually. Um, just a side note, and and. I've talked about doing a whole podcast about this and showing yeah. what we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony will be interested to hear how much we have of this thing. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. But uh, what happened to that movie? Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about it right now. But um, 
we actually reached out to Guinness Book of World Records and had a, had a long conversation with them about naming our movie Guinness and having a movie about two dudes who were breaking world records mm-hmm. or trying to break a world record. And uh, they thought the movie was really funny, mm-hmm. but they were like, there's way too much swearing and dick and fart jokes uh, for them to get on board with it because mm-hmm. do you know their target demographic it's got to be 12 year old boys <laughs> it's 12 year old boys yeah 12 year old boys that's when the... i that's when i loved guinness right sure world book of records that I, I loved i loved going through those books 12 year old boys is the target demographic for guinness book of world records and so wow. they were just like we just can't get behind a kind of a potty humor sort of movie but adult yeah Right? So what I would like to do is, so we're going to get back to all of this stuff, but I don't want this website to like time out. So we're going to take a second. We're actually, let's we're talk. Doing we're going to talk. You're going to do that. You talk about, about what we're doing. So, um, do you want me to get out of the way so they can see? No. 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 <laughs> we're uploading a file, everyone. It's very <laughs> exciting. Um, so yeah, so, uh, we'll, we'll jump back to the Guinness story in a second, but, but, um, Tony, you're, you're auditioning for a feature uh, film. A feature film. Can you say where? Uh, it's being shot in Montreal. Shot in Montreal. Yep. And um, Can't say who's in it or anything no, like fine. that. Because, that's I mean, totally the fine. thing is, I don't even have the role. That's no, that's course. why we're here. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so we're, we, uh, he came over, and so quickly we just shot, you know, uh, a, a slate. You just want to tell people? Kind yeah, of well, how, yeah, how, slate. Uh, what do you generally do when you're sending an audition tape? This when, is yeah. a good piece of information. Yes. So actually, before we get into that, let's no, no, let's no. wrap up how we met. Okay, just quickly. Okay, okay. All right. So because I would love to hear about this. So, so Guinness, we had this discussion. They were like, "No." So we changed the t- title of the movie to "World's Greatest," mm-hmm. and we did put our to a casting call, kind of similar to how we did it for our last few movies. Um, and I don't know what made you uh, apply specifically to this role, though. But we did have a role. For a character named Samantha, and she was the love interest of this of the story. And I wanted to be Samantha. He did. Yeah. He did. And mm. so he <laughs> he came in and was like, "Well, what if I played um, this role as a gay man?" And we were like, "Huh? I don't know. We never really, we really did mm. not think of it that way." Yeah. And so he came in and read the role of the who was supposed to be like a um 30 year old kind of cute asian girl um yeah i was typecast actually totally (laughs) and tony tony's audition was so good with the with the with the scene that we had we were like we really struggled because we didn't actually have a role in the movie for tony not really. If you if you if you didn't change the gender of the... yeah, we we originally were thinking. I think you came in because we thought you were going to play like a dad or somebody that yeah. that had mm-hmm. a small role, mm-hmm. and um, and he was so good <laughs> that we were like, I think we're going to rewrite this entire character as an a slightly older gay man instead, and we, I don't even think we ever changed a line. If we changed a line, it was only like from she to he. Mm-hmm. But everything else we kept exactly the, the same. same. And our lead character, I can't remember, James maybe? Our lead character played, instead of getting to have a romance with 
a 30-year-old cute Asian girl, mm-hmm. had a romance with Tony. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It was great. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's, cool. that's how we met. Yeah. I was a coffee shop owner. Coffee shop owner, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think I have seen you. Have, if, have we ever met before this? Um, no. Uh, no, I don't think I, so. I really don't think so. But you okay. may have seen me on television, though. Well, I I, mean, I think I've seen you in some of the pieces of the movie. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, Jay has yeah. shown me a couple of pieces. Ah, okay. So, I'd like okay. to see a couple of pieces too. If we're good, let's hit it. It's done. Let's submit it. Oh, submit. <laughs> I'm helping you. I'm, I'm, I'm producing. It's just closed. What? It just says closed. Okay. Yeah. Should be good. So I think it's just in your, I think your files are just in your spot there. Maybe you can go check it later. Sure. Remember how you checked it earlier and it was like you still have X amount of time left? That was because there was nothing on there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll check it. I'll check it later. Sure. Cool. Um, So, yeah. So, we did the film. Yes. And we shot most of it. And uh, that was it. So, fast forwarding to today. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, actually, no. So, so from there, um, in 2010, there was a movie. uh, I think I alluded to it in the very beginning that... uh, um, I needed to do a self-tape. I'd never done a self-tape before. Mm-hmm. And the only person I knew that had a video camera and would have an idea of what they were doing was Mr. Green. So I called up Mr. Green. That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> I had a camera. But I did Mr. not Green. know what I was doing. Yeah. And I said, hey, um, I need to send something to a, a film company in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Cinegraph uh, Productions. And uh, so I sent it. And... Um, Next thing you know, uh, it was just an audition piece. I had to have a gun and, and shoot somebody. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, uh, uh, Jason uploaded or downloaded or whatever whatever the loading is. <laughs> we sent it to them, and they sent back and said, uh, we <laughs> want it. Smoke. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we like you. And then, uh, so I got the gig. Cool. So then, uh, fast forwarding to today, again, believe it or not, now this was a film that was shot in, like I said, northern Quebec, a place mm-hmm. called Quebeno. And now this film is being shot in Montreal. So I was mm. one for one with Jason videotaping me in uh, for a shoot in Quebec. Mm-hmm. And this one's in Quebec too. So maybe I'm going to be two for two. Mm. Fingers crossed. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, Tony, we really hope you get it. Well, Tony. and and the work that you did uh, tonight, uh, a drain uh, was... <laughs> a drain. <laughs> it, I'm not going to lie. It was a little better than when I did it. But <laughs> I mean, not much. A bit, a little. Yeah. But wonder, and you know what? I mean, I, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, uh, people in, in podcast world, this guy's a genius. He even made me look good, which is really <laughs> scary. It's true. <laughs> What's other? I mean, it's true. I jumped on the wrong compliment. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> Tony was like earlier, they were like, they were looking for a short, fat man, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, perfect. And he was like, what do you mean perfect? I'm like, Are you calling uh, me fat? <laughs> and short? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Well, short I'll take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but you can't, as you said, you, you got to own it. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm owning like, my, my size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I always think to myself, if I ever auditioned, I, like, I don't think I would, I don't think I'd try to do an accent. No. I would just, I wouldn't try and be American. I'd just be like, look, this is, this is what I can do. This is what I can do. The problem is, it's like, what happens if you slip? Yeah, totally. Like, well, and, and I know that sometimes people are like, they want accents, but then... Mm. But what happens though on set, and you were uh, mentioning that you wanted to sort of get into stuff like this, you know that on set they have dialect coaches. Because, uh-huh. uh, well, case in point, when you take a guy like um, Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. right? He's totally. Australian, right? Totally. 
and you'll see him as Wolverine, and you know he's got. Uh, then you hear him be like, "Ah, come on, mate!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When he's talking in interviews and stuff. Yeah. Or, or I mean, even a singer like Keith Urban, who is oh, Australian. Even Keith Urban. Keith Urban's Australian, or New Zealand. I think he's Australian. And uh, when you hear him sing, mm-hmm. he sounds like you know he's got that totally. country twang. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? totally. So, but they do have dialect coaches on set. And what they do is, you know, they make darn good and sure that, you know, if, if, if you got an accent like this, you got to make good and sure you're talking like that, you know. Mm, that was pretty good. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, now let's, just a quick question. Are you guys, did you guys call each other at some stage and say, we're going to grow our hair? <laughs> let's have a race. To see who well, can have you, the better are you jealous of hair. Are, they, are, are you one? jealous <laughs> that you weren't on that conference call? <laughs> I'm growing it out of my chin here. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just, for the last, uh, I think it's probably the last two years, I haven't had a haircut. And uh, But I, I mean, you know, it's, it's a situation where uh, if uh, the producer or the director says, we want your haircut, yeah, you, give me a pair of scissors. Yeah, right? totally, totally. But what I am doing, believe it or not, is I'm just going to let it grow, and I'm going to... Uh, donate it you know to yeah. cancer or i mean or... you have better hair now than i ever had in my whole life <laughs> there you go yeah i i haven't had a hair i have had two haircuts mm-hmm. in uh, since i've known this guy oh, so wow. i don't know how long that's been but mm-hmm. that's for some time yeah and uh yeah one of them was pretty recently i really made somebody angry about my haircut oh really i mean i make my wife angry Every day about mm. my lack of haircuts. Okay. When she looks at his face, she just gets mad. Every oh, she, day she's like, "That's it. Must be love." <laughs> yeah. Or forever. something like it. This yeah. is forever, baby. Yeah. <laughs> she is not happy with my. But so what happened was we went. Uh, we're shooting this movie, Shifted, mm-hmm. which we just wrapped on. Everyone, high five. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we said this one episode is going to be fifty-three. Okay, cool. Anyways, we just wrapped shifted yeah uh, a couple one day ago one day ago and um uh but we started it uh, over a year ago right and uh one of our lead characters mike wirtz mm-hmm. um he uh the it, last year he had a huge beard with a whole giant mustache very big and mountain man like mm-hmm. and when we came back to shoot this year he had shaved it Oh no! So probably about four months ago, mm-hmm. yeah, four months ago, we were like, "Dude, you gotta <laughs> grow this mustache back. Like, yeah. you have to grow this back. We mm-hmm. need to shoot again." And at one point, we had thought, "Sorry." At one point, we had thought, <laughs> "Sorry, I ride to the microphone." Uh, are we gonna get like a fakey? Like, are mm-hmm. we gonna make up this? Sure. But we were like, "That's gonna be crazy." Mm-hmm. So, and Derek, I know you're watching. I don't know. I've just said like a couple times, and I'm going to try to stop. It's a terrible habit, and it needs to stop. Um, I see what you mean about the three-hour podcast. Totally. <laughs> he was offended when he was offended before when I said he likes to jibber jabber. That's fine. But, anyways, he grew it back. I don't know where we're going with this. Oh, I have no he idea. He said, he said, if I'm going to grow this mustache back, then you have to stop shaving. And so I also stopped shaving for four months. Wow. And uh, That's yeah. four months? No, no, no. I shaved it off. <laughs> I was going to say. I, my, 
put some milk on it. Good one, Tony. Good one. This guy's a jerk. He's coming at I don't even know why we invited this guy on the show. I shaved this morning. Totally. So, like Jim Allen in the Santa Claus. Excuse me. Speaking of, speaking of. Yes. Was it the second thing that we worked on? Was oh, um, or no, no. So I think it was the third. It was the third thing. Yeah. So I think we worked. uh, We did this. Yeah. Self tape. Yes. And um, and then at one point, and 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 look, I'm sorry that you're you're short and and. Santa Claus like, but uh, at what? <laughs> I'm a little teapot. <laughs> so I heard I I can't remember how I was working with these particular guys, um, but they needed a Saint Nicholas. They did and, so, uh, and I was or like Chris oh. Kringle because it was called the, the character name was Chris Kringle. Was it Chris Kringle? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was like, I got just the guy for you. And uh, so again, I sent sent pictures of Tony, and uh, and they were like amazing. So. Um, yeah, we, we drove in. Now, we didn't drive in together, did we? Oh, yeah. We drove, we in, drove together. in together. I, I picked you up here in, in Kitchener. Yeah. And we we're drove driving to Toronto. All the way to Toronto to to uh, to this set. Yeah. We're going to shoot this, this this short film. Where... Middle of the night, everyone. Oh, yeah. Or Middle what time of the night. did we show up? Like, But it was dark when we oh, showed up. Well, we were. it was dark when we got there because yeah. we, we, we didn't actually know where we were. Right. We sort of got lost a little bit. So um, eventually we, we get to the to the site and. Uh, we're going into a, a basement. It's into um, a parking garage, mm-hmm. but it's like five floors down parking garage. And as we're driving down, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh shit, what am I getting myself into?" Totally. We were we, like we, the whole time going, "This yep. is this, this is scary, is sketchy town for sure." So we get to the very bottom. There's a few cars and um, wardrobes set up, and then they got bottles of water and stuff like that. And we shot a thing called "This Will Slay You." And what it is, excuse me, <coughs> what it is, is it was uh, um, a couple of CIA agents are trying to figure out how Santa Claus can uh, fly around the world um, so quickly. Mm-hmm. They want his technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's the, 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 those are the words that they use. Oh. I won't tell you about it because you want to, uh, this will slay you, slay is spelled S-L-E-I-G-H. Like the sleigh. Like the sleigh. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. check it out. It's uh, it's interesting what happens to Santa Claus. Yeah, we're going to, we will get the YouTube. I will like it and I'll put it in the show notes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But it was it was pretty great. So it was, yeah. uh, you know, Tony getting all Santa Claused up. And uh, I actually, you know, it, we met a great group of guys. I think Last Mile Studios. Last Mile. That's Last it. Mile. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Last and, Mile. Last um, Mile. Lost Mile? Lost Mile, yeah. Sorry. Lost Mile. Um, Andrew, Massey. Oh, gosh. I, I can't remember any names. Okay. I didn't remember my own. No. I, rem- I remember Andrew. Thank Cri- you. Crystal. Tony? Thank you. Tony? Yeah. Crystal Thank Overlord, you. I think. Hmm. Crystal um, Overlord? Yeah. She's... Like, is that a legit name? <laughs> yeah. A real name? No. 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 I don't think so. That was a stripper name. No, no, no. no Crystal no, no. Overlord. The Overlord. <laughs> Call me Crystal. I will show you my boobies. <laughs> Gentlemen. Oh, with with that accent. Gentlemen. All of a sudden, Crystal Overlord uh, is, from, is from southern Quebec. She talked like that. I will show you my boobies. Okay, you guys are making fun of one of my favorite humans. So, uh, okay, Who's sorry. that? Jean, Jean-Claude Van Damme? You, oh. can't ha- you can't have a name like Overlord. You can't. You're not allowed. 
Yeah. And and then not expect that people are going to. Yeah, like fair enough. If your last name is Butt, you've got oh. to expect. You got to expect you, a couple you, you of butt jokes. To. Yeah. Speaking of butt, <laughs> or if, oh, like butt face or something. Speaking of butt, yeah, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our movie set the other night, uh, somebody was singing. Uh, in fact, Zach Whitford was singing. What what in the butt? Have you guys heard the song? Thankfully, no. 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 Okay. Fair enough. It's fine. Uh, it was a it was a, a very popular internet song many years ago by this uh, gay gentleman named Samwell, and uh, and Jenna started singing it. What what in the butt? And she thought it was kind of funny. And I was like, Oh yeah, it was this music video back in the day, and she had never seen it. So she was like, Well, I'm gonna look it up. But she only had like three percent battery life left, and so couldn't do it. So I got a message from Jenna today, and she was like, anyways, she says to me, uh, she'd been laughing all day, essentially, mm-hmm. from watching this video. So what I want you guys to do is go to YouTube and search for <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, what in the butt. And, uh, is that two T's? Enjoy. You're welcome. And uh, see what, see what happens. Just, uh. Add to Samwell's 68 million YouTube views. Very good, Samwell. Very good. 68 million. It's not nothing. So, Tony, just give us a little rundown then of what you do when you are... You now are... You've been asked to do an audition tape? Yes. What What's generally the rundown? And then tell us a little bit about Casting Workbook. Yeah, I'd love to know. That you're so, you with. use Casting Workbook. Well, okay. Casting Workbook is a site for actors. Okay. And they have their pictures and their resume... Uh, I'm represented by um, an agency in Toronto. So what happens is... But now, you n- said the name of the agency. Yes. And it w- did not sound like Toronto Acting Agency. It sounded Are you allowed more to say like... anything, Tony? Or... Oh, I, I can. I mean, my, my agent is uh, um, uh, Lisa Allen, and the company is called LA Entertainment. You see. Lisa Allen. So that's Allen. very sneaky. Yeah, well, because obviously LA, she's LA. Lady. when you said L.A. Yeah, you think of Los Angeles. Totally. I, I was like, you're represented out of L.A.? I wish That's I was. Cool. But I mean, you know what? Uh, if I get L.A. work, it'll be through Lisa. Yeah. But the, the thing is, so what happens is uh, on Casting Workbook, it'll have um, my, uh, my resume mm-hmm. and pictures mm-hmm. and the contact information for my agent. So what will happen is when the agent, uh, when stuff comes across her desk or emails or however they do it, right. um, she will email my information to them, uh, to the, the casting agents, and mm-hmm. they will look at it and say, uh, no, he's too short, he's too tall, he's too skinny, he's too fat, he's too, too white, tall. he's too dark. Um, yeah, we'll just slide over that, Jason. So the <laughs> I don't think we will. How many have those come? So what happens is, well, I was I was too tall for uh, a Hobbit. Yeah, fair, yeah. Okay, fair, okay, fine. <laughs> Other than that, you know, the, shade a tear. Yeah, because they they wanted me in New Zealand, but I was just too tall. Yeah, oh. totally. Darn it. And um, too Italian. And too Italian. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm French Canadian, mm-hmm. but everybody thinks I'm Italian. And when your first name is Tony. Then totally everybody sure thinks enough. you're Italian. And the interesting thing is anytime anybody talks to you and they know your name is Tony, they all go, hey, Tony, hey, everybody's from the Bronx now. Everybody's uh, from the Sopranos. Come on, Tony. Yeah, hey, how you doing? How you, you know, doing? Yeah, like yeah, Tony, yeah. And you're like, oh, exactly. I do not know. Do you want to have a poutine? <laughs> do you want me to put in? 
want to put in with me? <laughs> I said what so, what in the butt. So bring it all around. Uh, I see. Randomly stuck it on the top uh, there. There you go. Yeah. So casting workbook is a website yeah, that cool. the the agents go to or the the casting agents go to, and they'll see your information, and then they'll say yes, we want to see them, or no, we don't. Cool. Okay, I have a, qu- a couple questions before you go on. Yes, sir. Uh, number one. Yes, sir. What percentage don't your... I'm flashing. Uh, it's my yeah. daughter. She's asking me if I made it home safely. No, you didn't. I didn't. I'm still here. Oh, with, man. You, yeah, you that, with, that can't uh, keep flashing. You're camp. with two strange men in a strange basement. <laughs> and one of them's about to ask you to take your pencil. The Which... question is who? <laughs> it's... Uh, what it was? Let's get to that answer r- r- right after this break. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we are. We're not, oh, are we breaking? You could no. Oh, we're not breaking. No, because I should respond to my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Ahead. Okay. We'll just drink beers. <laughs> I'm still here, princess. Ding ding, bang bang. So, <laughs> comma, comma, hello, full stop, exclamation mark. What do you mean? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Siri. So, so, so the two questions I have are: What would you say now? Have you, you know about Mandy.com? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, do you? I dated her for a while. Uh, <laughs> do you use Mandy.com at all? I haven't used Mandy.com uh, for a long, long time. What would you say? Well, you may not be able to answer this, but I suppose what would you say is the difference between CastingWorkbook.com and Mandy.com? We used Mandy.com mm-hmm. for. Probably half of the casting for shifted, so we did. The uh, other half was people we knew already. Yeah, yeah. we well no, well no. Well, I, so we put up we put up a, a cast page on mm-hmm. our website. Yeah, and sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, and we post on Facebook, so we mm-hmm. did have people that we knew. We mm-hmm. had people respond that we didn't know, but thought were. Part of the KW kind of film network and, uh, yep. and about people Brian? on Facebook. Yep, Brian and others, some of our monsters and things like that. Saw, My um, saw our um, <clears throat> saw our Facebook posts yep. and things like that. Came to our website, mm-hmm. applied, and then Mandy as well. So monsters. I would love to know kind of what you think. <laughs> no, it's down further. Uh, yeah, sorry. You might have to just put it on the table. Yeah, if it's okay. Going. All right. Yeah, just because we're flashing in the camera. My apologies. People, somebody's gonna ha- sorry. Ha- so what's going to happen is people are actually going to die from an epileptic seizure. I have, have, have and, another drink. Um, I'm going to have one. Yeah, but I'm going to We're going to get in the news. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. Totally. Anyways, yeah. for but, the third time. Yeah, but Mandy.com. Difference between Mandy and Casting Workbook, would you say? Uh, Same sort of thing? No, not even close. Uh, from what I understand, like Casting Workbook is, I mean, you don't have to be a union member to have... Your resume and stuff like that on there, but it does it cost dollars? Uh, casting workbook does. Yeah. How yeah. many? How many? How many bones does it cost? Do you know what? Um, if I remember correctly, which uh, very rarely happens, mm-hmm. I should start. Dr- I don't drink, but I should start drinking, and then I'll, my memory would get better. Mm. You don't drink at all. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm like this, Even and as I don't long drink as I've known him. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. The eyeglass. No coffee wine, too, yeah. right? No coffee, no tea, no hot liquids. The only hot yeah. liquid I can drink is Neo Citron. That's kind of what yeah. I remember. I remember Tony wow. being like, oh, thanks. Yeah. But yeah. the odd glass of wine, like very odd. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I, I'll have a glass of beer, I'll have a pint about every six to nine months. Mm. You know. Oh, there was a time wow. when I drank way too much. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm only 13 years old and look at me. 
That's from that's from the beer. <laughs> the um, you have got to sort out your priorities, Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But casting workbook um, agents look at casting workbook. Yeah, uh, agents don't look at Mandy.com. People that put you heard it here first. <laughs> Mandy.com. People, totally. Mandy.com yeah. is more. I, I suppose it's more for indie productions. That's exactly it's possible, correct. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It does cost to be on Mandy as an actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Yeah, it never used Not to. Not as a. It yeah. used to be free. It and used now, to be free. And now, do you know how much it is now? You know what? I, as I said, I haven't, I haven't used Mandy.com in, wow. in forever. That seems like yeah. garbage to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. As an actor, it does. As a someone looking, mm-hmm. it does not. Yeah. yeah, and that's just it. But I mean, uh, but the, the, the problem, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it seems like they're preying on the actors. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, kind of. I, I I would think so. Like, see, casting workbook. The thing uh, is, there's somebody also, else. The thing is, though, do it. yeah, and I I don't. I mean, I don't mean to be a jerk to actors, mm-hmm. but there's a million actors for every like. No, that's not probably not true. But there's ten thousand actors probably for every casting agent or ca- you know, oh, casting, sure. casting director. So, yeah. like, there's got to be some way to differentiate. If if it was free, then a million people Everybody would be on there. Everybody would go. But oh, if yeah. it costs seventy dollars a year, mm-hmm. you will weed out the people that are like, I yeah. can't even afford seventy dollars a year. Totally, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that serious about it. Oh, yeah. okay, and there's okay, also okay. there's a lot of sites on Facebook. Um, not to do a plug for Facebook by any stretch, but there's a lot of sites, uh, actors, uh, background actors, yep. things like that yep. that you can belong to. Yep. Okay. Um, the thing is, uh, one one of the misconceptions also about uh, having an agent is, and and this is very important if anybody is trying to get into the acting profession, mm-hmm. <clears throat> never pay your agent a penny. Never pay any money up front. Mm-hmm. because agents make money when you make money. Right. And right. there was a, an agency that I belonged to uh, when I first started out that I gave them money up front, and that was the dumbest thing in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. An agent, typically, for a film and television, takes they 15%. Gonna, yeah. And for a theater, they usually take 10%, because typically there's no money in theater. Um, but film and television uh, is typically 15%. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now, do you find... So every that... single person... Who is acting yes. on TV mm-hmm. is paying at least fifteen percent to some other person. That's correct. Seems wow. kind of bullshit, doesn't it? It does seem. Well, it feels a little bit like there is a middleman there. We could get ourselves into big trouble. So you here. know, you know, what we could do. We could make a point of our only hiring actors that didn't have agents. No, that seems silly to me. No, because <laughs> I don't think if, so. If George Clooney walked in the door and was like, "Guys, I'll do your movie," I mean, we're gonna be like, "Sure." <laughs> oh, you have an agent. <laughs> okay, I'm so sad. I meant like we have this principle like that we're point. gonna try and uphold. I didn't mean. <laughs> but I didn't see mean the math. But I just meant like we could try. No, he, but he, here's the thing: it doesn't like from our perspective as right. people who try and produce movies, mm-hmm. like it, th- that the amount of money doesn't change for us. Right, it changes for the actor. That's exactly right. You know, and um, it's just, it's just for me looking at all the TV that goes on, and there mm-hmm. are agents who are, you know, behind each and every sure. actor there. And not only agents, but there's there's managers, publicists, there's managers, publicists, yeah. all kinds of things. Now, I mean, the thing is, I would imagine that some of the the big, big, big stars could end up representing themselves. I know that in theater, like at the Stratford Festival, some of the actors um, that have been there for years and years and years mm-hmm. have let go of their agents. Sure. And they negotiate their own contract. Like if you're Brad Pitt, 
then your agent could be his Brad, Bradley Pitt's mom. Potentially. Yeah. And you're like, you want me to be in my I'm in a movie, you'll be speaking to my mom. Sure. And yeah, you're giving or, her 15%. Or, or just someone who's going to field your calls. At mm-hmm. some stage, when the work becomes so regular and everybody knows you, then you don't... Yeah, do you need... I suppose you need you might need someone going th- over the legalese, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going through the yep. contract, making sure that all that stuff like the thing is when you're the size of Brad Pitt, you actually don't you might not need an agent, but you need a lawyer, you need a you need and that, a, and, a, and a, a war, you know, a wardrobe person. You need like four or five people because he's such a yeah. huge business. Well, your wardrobe person and stuff like that, they're they're provided by the the set. No, but I'm... T- yeah, but the thing is... Oh, you some, mean a personal so, stylist? Totally. Oh, okay, personal, I Because you. people that are on the scale of, like, a Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. say, for instance. Sure. They, they are a business. Sure, absolutely. His face, I body... I have a personal stylist. Today, my shirt says, <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Heart. Mm-hmm. It's your son. No. Who is your stylist? I'm just saying, if, if, I, <laughs> if you think that I should... You oh, know, trim down, trim down some of my finances, and stop paying two thousand dollars a month to my personal stylist. It's maybe one of the expenses of the month I could cut down. Totally. Um, yeah. But the interesting thing is when when you see that somebody's making X amount per movie, mm-hmm. you know, like Nick Cage is making twenty million for his next movie. Yeah, and his agent is Tony, getting fifty percent of that. Tony. You know, so that's three million yeah, right yeah, there yeah. to the agent. Yeah. So now that twenty million is seventeen million. And then you've got your publicist, and then you've got your manager and stuff totally. like that. Totally. So, I mean, and not... then, and then you have tax. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I don't know what it is in the States, but in Canada, in ask, that bracket. Ask you're... Wesley Snipes how he feels <laughs> yeah. about paying taxes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You, you, in Canada, you're smashing up to the 45% mark with, exactly. that, with those, that kind of money. So, if you're like a top actor, you, you're feeling the burn. I mean, the government. In, in the US, it's not that much, but. No, it's. Is it closer to, do you, do you know, mm-hmm. at all? 30% or something like that? But nevertheless, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. And so, I mean, but, oh, you poor thing, you're only, at the end of the day, taking $5 million home. Well, still, it's $5 million. Totally. But, it, like, don't make a life that costs millions and millions well, of sure. dollars to run every year. Yeah. Just make a life so that... Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $90,000 a month wine. He bill. does? <laughs> Yeah, he's in he's in big trouble. Have you been watching financial him? trouble? Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. yeah, like are his, you serious? Yeah. So he so on top of all the things you guys have been talking about, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how often this happens, but Johnny Depp has a like a money manager. Mm-hmm. So maybe well, they, maybe lots of stars have him. I don't know. There are but a lot that the, do. His money manager company is suing him for basically screwing himself right <laughs> so like ninety thousand dollars a month in wine to be johnny depp yeah well i mean the thing is anyways that... i think some of that's kind of open, but... come on yeah. the pirates of the caribbean money bro <laughs> i mean they're like stop wasting our money yeah. yeah wow well but but like you say uh don't live that lifestyle you know there's a lot of people that are still living in their original house mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of actors that are very very low-key Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, you know what, uh, when I make it big, notice I said when, not if, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, when I make it big, uh, what do you need with a, a 35 room mansion when sure. there's two or three people? Sure. You know? Well, and, and this, and, and I've said this before, I, I once <clears throat> did a video excuse for me. some folks who owned a mansion. Yeah. And, um, when I went to their house, mm-hmm. there were huge empty rooms. Sure. 
they only lived and i asked him about it i was like you guys don't do anything it's like no no i mean it's a big empty room for whatever and i was like where do you live in the house and they lived in the kitchen the bedrooms. Sure. The kitchen lounge, kitchen slash lounge. Where the TV mm-hmm. is. Where yep. the TV is. Mm-hmm. And then their bedrooms. The pool. Yep. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, like, why have all these, these, mm-hmm. I mean, my, my dream um, place to live would be, uh, you know, uh, two bedrooms, uh, two bathrooms, mm-hmm. with great showers, you know, I mean, they have these, these cascading showers, so your mm-hmm. whole body and you never call Like a them. rain shower? A uh, rain shower, exactly. Yeah. And then you know a, a decent uh, decent backyard mm-hmm. to relax in. But yeah. what do you need? It's like when people go on holiday mm-hmm. and they want to stay in a suite of a hotel and stuff like that. A lot of times, it's probably um, the lifestyle that they've had that they want to continue. They expect like hot food at every meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. But you know, I mean, when I go on holiday, um, you know, a five star hotel or a three star hotel, the food is the food. Yeah. Right, it's just your accommodations. As long as the bed is clean, as long as the washroom is clean, what more do you need? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, so, my world. So you so um, back to uh, casting workbook. Yes. So you, the other question that I had for mm-hmm. you was, um, what percentage of things does your, in, generally speaking, sure. this doesn't have to be just your agent, but mm-hmm. in, in your experience with other people and everything, right? What percentage of gigs does your agent? call you up and say hey tony you know i'm looking at this thing and it's the right fit for you and i think that you should apply for it versus you're like looking at stuff and you're like hey can i'd like to apply for this Mm -hmm. can you do that and follow up to that if you find something right and you're like you always have to pay your agent yes yes oh that's fucking bullshit yeah (laughs) well the thing is like i mean it, it it really it depends why is that well, it, it really depends, and okay. like I said, so uh, let me let me sort of answer that because what I don't want to do is sound like I'm hating on an agent. Totally, totally. Because right? an an agent can be the person that helps launch your career. For sure, totally. absolutely, totally, one hundred percent. But but what happens is the case in point. Um, I did a commercial for Ford. Okay. And the Ford commercial was just my hands, you know, because as they say, I have a great face for radio. Um, but my, it was just, just my hand, sorry. And it was uh, doing one of those, um, do you remember those things they were, when you were kids, they were yeah, blue yeah, and red yeah, 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 yeah. and you did them you, like this. You, you open them and yeah, exactly. like the little flower. Yeah. And yeah. then you open exactly. one up and it says, buy a Ford F-150. And that was the commercial. Get the Ford. That was the commercial that I did. So, <laughs> so what happened right. was something like that. But, uh, what happened was I did the commercial and I was paid for it. My agent yeah. got 15%. Then it was picked up for a second run. My agent got fifteen percent, and I only did it once, so mm-hmm. I got paid. I got paid twice, but my agent got paid twice too. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, that, yeah. that one makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like I say, you don't want. I don't want to sound like a hater, but the thing is that your agent. So on casting workbook, I can see a lot of the things that are being cast, mm-hmm. right? But I can't see them all, right? So I'll send, I'll, I'll email my agent and I'll say, did you send me in for that? But the problem is, is like this particular movie that uh, we can't say the title of and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. This particular movie, when I clicked the sides, it doesn't say what the character looks like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I would send to my, my agent and say, did you submit me for 
um, the character of Bob in in uh, the Jungle know, Book in in the Jungle Book or something like. that. And what happens is my agent would email back and say, "Well, Bob's six two, uh, with blonde hair." Because they get the complete breakdown. Right. Mm. On casting workbook, it's not a complete breakdown. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then you send back an email saying, so did you send yeah, exactly. me for Bob? I'm 6'2 blonde. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, used, I used to say that uh, um, there was a... Um, you know, uh, I got cast as a 30-year-old Asian woman. <laughs> exactly. I can, make it work. Me. exactly. I can make it work. Yeah, I can be a tall, blonde, black lady. No sure. problem at all. I have some... I am an actor. I am a thespian. (laughs) (laughs) No. But no, so so that's what Casting Workbook does. It's really cool, though, because on Casting Workbook, uh, I'm able to upload uh, 16 pictures. So there's a bunch of different pictures that I have on there that, you know, I mean, like like we touched on about the hair. So my hair is really long in in a couple of pictures. Right. And I'm wearing a suit in one, and I'm wearing just a regular jacket in another, and where I'm just wearing a shirt in another. So what it does is it gives the the casting um, agents a bunch of different looks. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, through casting workbook is where they they saw my pictures and said, cool. "Hey, let's give this guy a shot," and then come to you guys to uh, to send me there. Totally. So what's what's that? just going back? Like, yeah, yeah. how did you get into acting in the first place? Like, what were some of your first few things? Um. I started acting in, in the basement of my parents' house when I was six years old. I mean, you know. that doesn't count. <laughs> but that's typical, right? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I started acting, um, I guess it was in, maybe in high school. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I moved to Stratford back in 1983. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great year for the world in general. You were born in 83? Yep. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, I'm quick. And I was the, uh, four years old. Yeah, and I was 18. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that makes me 54. He's the oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest at the table. <laughs> but um, the first play that I did in Stratford was actually Jesus Christ Superstar. No way. Whoa. And uh, I went out for the part of Mary Magdalene, but that was already cast. So, uh, And believe it or not, the director of Jesus Christ Superstar, let's see if you get the irony of this. His name was Alex Moses. Oh. His last name was Moses, directing Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I, I was cast as uh, um, Pontius Pilate. Cool. Which, and then from Pontius Pilate, uh, the next play I did was called uh, um, The Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. And I played Detective Sergeant Trotter. And then it just went on from there. And then eventually, I, I started looking for agents. And my first agency... Uh, we're really crappy for theaters. For you were still primarily focused on theater. Still primarily focused on theater, but I didn't find an agent for theater at all, mm-hmm. because uh, again, Actra is the film and television union, mm-hmm. and in the theater world, it's uh, Canadian Actors Equity Association. So equity is is theater, and the really tough thing about theater is that you have to, you have to. Be there during the performance. Well, yeah, something like that. When the audience is going to watch it, you got to be there. As oh, well. you know what? The, I would I would do theater a thousand times over film and television because the the, the, yeah. the beauty of theater. But what happens is you have to be a member of the union to get a gig, but you have to you can't get a gig unless you're a member of the union. So I mean, it's it's a catch twenty two, right? It is totally. People complain about this for Actra too. Sure. They're like, how do we get an actor gig mm-hmm. when we're not extra? Uh, well, know. what happens though with, with that is with an actor gig, um, I think, and, and don't quote me completely on this, but 
you can audition as a non-actor. Like when I got when I got my first actor credits, right? Uh, when I did the the uh, commercial for Ford, they had to explain to Actra why a non-union actor got the gig, mm-hmm. right? And they have to. I think it's for every non-union actor that auditions. There has to be, I think, between three and ten actor actors audition. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if if a, if a film, so what you're saying is, if I if I'm hearing you, is that if if an actor a person, if you audition a bunch of actor people mm-hmm. and they're not right, right, and you find somebody that Who's is right not actor, that's not they're perfect, mm-hmm. and that's who you want, yeah. you can take them. You can take them, and then what happens is you have to pay I mean, for a cool. permit. You have to pay a permit to be on on set right. to Actra, mm-hmm. right? And I can't remember what the permit was. Again, I apologize for not remembering no, all the numbers. Okay. But um, so when I did the the Ford commercial, um, my I had to pay a percentage to Actra, mm-hmm. and then what happened was it got picked up uh, for another run. So again, I had to pay for that second permit. It was due to your hands. It was due to my hands, absolutely. And they since then, like I I broke ladies. my fingers, so. I can't do, I'm not a hand model anymore. But then I did another television show and um, it's called Satisfaction. It's not on anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was my third actor gig. So again, I had to pay the permit. But once you've paid the permit, once you've done three actor gigs, Mm -hmm. then you no longer have to pay permit. Now you are a a full member of Actra. Mm -hmm. So now when I go on set, if it's an actor thing, um, you you know I just get paid actor wage or or whatever's negotiated with with my agent right and um, then you go from there yeah that sounds amazing and so formal and uh, hopefully we are one day dealing with people on this level yeah, yeah. and and I was telling Tony before like we we did deal with actra once before but it was for uh, we did a short film mm-hmm. my Hansel Muse and the people that we wanted involved were actra mm-hmm. and um so we did a was like a actra co-production or something mm-hmm. like that and so yeah. we didn't like they, they didn't get paid but they do own a piece of the thing and that yeah. was the whole we did pay i think we paid their insurance mm-hmm. and we paid a fee mm-hmm. um so and then I, they own a piece of the and movie. then they own a piece yeah. of the, the short film yeah so mm-hmm. they can do that if if people in actra want to produce something Mm-hmm. Um, they can do these types of like side deals, I think. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, now I, I do have a question. Sure. Okay. Which I enjoy. I, I really love asking actors. Um, if you could play, what is the, what is the ultimate role that you would love to play? Oh boy. Like oh. your, your, like that you could die happy having known that you had played this role um now are you talking existing role or type of no, role type, some type, type, type of role, totally. yeah. because, and, and i'll just and i'll give you and i will just explain a little bit sure. because the thing is that the movie that we've just finished mm-hmm. shifted because this is the question that i posed to derek flackenbauer right. said what is the one thing you want to play and he was like man i just want to be a bad guy <laughs> i want to be a you know well, I've, he I've, wants to. He wants to, yeah. Tr- try his chops, and yeah. maybe someday he will. Well, I did. I did a show called uh, like it was through um, Forensic Factor. <laughs> this fucking guy. He can't. 
There's luckily, luckily, <laughs> luckily we have a couple people that watch our show regularly. Right? Okay, this Tony, this fucking guy can't keep his mouth shut. I swear to God, I, I'm sorry, but going? he's gonna tell people the movie that you're in uh, <laughs> no, in a minute. I won't. I won't. Well, please he don't. Spoils our yeah. movie. No, we won't. Well, no, because he's I mean, already forgotten. He's, and it's also bad juju. If no, no, we, we no, won't. I won't. But it's mm-hmm. so funny. Like yeah. I don't know how many times we've given away plot points to our movie, and I'm <laughs> like, stop, pause, review. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Well, the good thing is it's that amazing. you're uh, you're recording this before it goes on, so yeah, you, yeah, you it's can, not you live. Stuff out. Yeah, yeah, we that won't. will be something. We that... will not cut it out. <laughs> but that will be something to think about when we do go live. Is th- these are the things you cannot say. You cannot yeah, say yeah. exactly. Yeah. In answer to your question, um, yeah. um, for uh, a television series back in the day, it was called Forensic Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a hitman. Mm. and it was called Future Crime. So I played a hitman, and then this uh, film that we shot in northern Quebec that Jason helped me out uh, with the with the um, the um, audition, Yeah. Um, again, I played what they called a cleaner mm-hmm. who would go and clean up after the hitman. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and I played cops. So I've been both ends of the spectrum. I think, and, and I've played a grieving father of a, of a girl that was killed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've, I've covered basically everything, but... In answer to your question, um, Al Pacino mm-hmm. um, played Michael Corleone yeah. in The Godfather. And I mean, in my opinion, the two best movies ever made were Godfather 1 and God, uh, The Godfather and Godfather Part 2. Godfather Part 3 was, you know, um, necessary for I don't know why, but but Michael Corleone. As the, you as can't the make head. a trilogy without so, a third one. <laughs> exactly. So you you would like to be the mob you, boss. The mob boss. The mob boss. You know, the the problem is is that I'm not, you know, um, six foot tall, you know, two hundred and thirty five pounds and 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 dashing good looking. So I'm not going to be that character, and and I'm and I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know. And the thing is, but the thing is, you would be you would need to find. Yeah, you just need to find your mob boss. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people look at me and and they say I have that look. Totally. So, I mean, sure. Uh, from from their mouths to the casting agents and producers cool. and directors' ears. Yeah, I love it. You know, but yeah, you know, it's probably because, or you know what, maybe, maybe not necessarily a mob boss, but I'd like to be a character in a movie that has unlimited funds. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan in a movie called The Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, nothing that was but amazing. money. That was know? amazing. In 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 all of these, I love movies, Renee Russo. Yeah, oh, so. and that scene on the stairs? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Have you seen it? Yes, oh, I yes. have, but I don't remember the scene on oh, the stairs. Oh, well, so. you, you have to rewatch it. Okay, I'm going to do it. you know, have some tissues handy. The... What for? For crying or... Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, crying. <laughs> <coughs> but um, what happens is... Uh, <laughs> I would just love love that type of character. Um, even, even in... I don't know if anybody's seen um, Fifty Shades of Grey... You know, and it's not, I'm not a fan of the movie and I only watched it for a few minutes, but again, Christian Grey has tons and tons of money that he hops in a car and flies to the airport and gets on his plane and flies. Doesn't even have to wait an hour. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. So a character that has unlimited resources, like a Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, So that, that, that would be, that would be probably my ideal one. Cool. What? yeah, go ahead. What's what's been one of your favorite roles to play? Like, and you, and uh, and I know you've, you've in film or theater guys. or either, either, either. Yeah. 
I had an opportunity to play the lion in The Wizard of Oz. Very oh. cool. Oh, man. You know what? It is the best character ever. Now, now was that with the is the group in New Hamburg? Yes, absolutely. It was. It was the what are they called? They called Trinity Community Players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did you How did you know that? Because I remember that they put on the Wizard of Oz. I, I know that there's there's a sign I drive past quite fairly often about yeah. the community players and yeah. what play they're putting yeah, on. Yeah, right by the alloy casting thing. That's right. Well, see, and I just saw the Wizard of yeah. Oz, so I just thought coming from Stratford, you would be close to that. But that was uh, we did that though twenty years ago. Oh, you, they did it again. Oh, they, not, they did it again. Yeah, not, not too long ago, yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. But and, yeah, and I, incidentally, when I went to uh, Kind of Magic, which is the local uh, sort of magic makeup wardrobe, mm-hmm. yeah, ma- yeah, makeup. It's where we get our blood. Where we get our blood and things. Right. And the gentleman at from the shop, he was busy making molds and masks for the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is their next play. Wow. And the masks looked amazing. Did you know who's working on that? Full prosthetic. Wow. It's not Tabby. Is Tabby working on that too? And you know who else? Michael Mazurkovich. Audrey. Audrey's Tabby just that. got her a job. Tabby got her a job? Oh, you see what happens. There you go. Networking. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And I think Michael Mazurkovich might be one of oh. the goblins. Oh, maybe. Or one of the things. Anyway, he had posted some stuff of them trying some things on his face. Audrey's yeah. a, a lovely little uh, 13-year-old uh, uh, makeup enthusiast, special mm-hmm. effects enthusiast right. that came on set and worked with our oh, our cool. uh, makeup lady mm-hmm. and uh, did Hi, a really good job. Yeah, she yeah. did a really good job. Very cool. So, um, now, you said unlimited funds. Right. Now... That's awesome, mm-hmm. but what like so? You you mentioned Gray, who has like tendencies towards like sort of like sexual. Oh oh, oh yeah, no, not, nothing like that. No no yeah, no. Yeah. But and then Tony Stark, who mm-hmm. has like a weapons sure. of the world thing. Yeah. Um, Thomas Crown, who's like a thief. Mm-hmm. Now what what would you what do would with, you your, do with your old unlimited funds? Batman, oh. Bruce Wayne has sure. unlimited funds. Yeah, He's exactly. Also trying to save the world, but right. what what would your um, I, I, I guess probably being the bad guy, you know, Crime. Being, being the bad guy, being, being yeah. the, uh, the criminal that, but I mean, it's, it, it's really interesting because there's so many, when there's so many different roles out there, they're all basically, there's a good guy, there's a bad guy, there's a good girl, there's a bad girl, mm-hmm. you know, there's a villain, there's a hero, whether it's a superhero or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess being the, the, um, the the bad guy villains are fun but having all the money in the world mm-hmm. you know? that's like cool yeah. i like it it would be very cool so so tony there's there's something we ask all of our guests as well and and i mean i might be able to guess some of them i'm keeping my pants on i'm sorry i i will not do that sorry i know you mentioned it earlier i mean i know that you I, call I like them you, pants Jason, i'm, I'm tony, getting the latex gloves oh <laughs> but tony doesn't wear pants shall i cough ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Tony wears shorts. I wear shorts 12 months of the year. Yeah. What the shit, Tony? I just realized he's wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, really? 100%. Do you know what it is? Do you know, it's like minus 20 degrees outside. Yeah. doesn't matter. You wear shorts all year round. New Year's Day 2018, I was uh, snowshoeing in shorts. <laughs> that's just who I am. Crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Totally. 100%. But tell me why. Let me um, understand. I don't like wearing pants. I mean that's the long, it's long easier. I mean, okay. It's easier I to get, get a appropriate breeze for the fellas <laughs> but when you're pants I should wear a kilt. Like you don't. I should you, wear a kilt. You don't like the feeling of the, the 
the the material on your legs or well, like I, you know what i mean like, like well i i mean i wear pants when when necessary like yeah. i i uh i a was a or bouncer in in a bar and yeah. of course i wore pants yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever i'm on a film set they're um, like tony for christ's sakes <laughs> put some pants on put some pants on um i just I, I finished doing a play not too long ago but six months ago in saint mary's I called all my sons, and I played the a, uh, the doctor, and it was in the forties, forties or fifties. So um, and they were like, "You cannot wear shorts." Oh no, no, they 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 had me wear. And what I did was they braided my hair, mm-hmm. and I tucked it in my shirt. So because I mean, it, community theater, I wasn't going to cut my hair for that, right? Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with community theater. It's just that the role. You're not getting. You're not getting paid. I'm not getting paid for right. it. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, I just, I really, I really don't like wearing pants. I will wear it if necessary. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I think I have one pair of jeans and I have uh, two pair of dress pants. Uh, and that's it. To me, it's like, uh, to me, uh, that's like quinoa. I'll eat it, but I'm not going to eat it if I don't have to. There you go. If I'm not getting paid to. <laughs> there you go. Quinoa is quinoa delicious. Yeah. Sure. So, Tony. Not a quinoa fan there's, myself. There's a question what? that we ask all of not like quinoa? It's like because rice. Quinoa, it, it, it's, it's not like rice. rice. It's like a little, it's like, it's like a, a little tiny pieces of rice. No. It's, rice is delicious. If, if. Yeah, exactly. It's if, the same. Okay. If the quinoa, if I didn't know I was eating it, and it was mixed in with all kinds of really good things, then I would eat it. Some Someday, this, when you, a quinoa you, grows up and becomes a grown-up quinoa, then it would be rice. Guys, like yes. quinoa is not. It, it's like a. It's like a non. Food. It's gross. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. The, the, yeah. I, I, I find that this the taste is, crazy is lousy. You probably like pudding. What kind of pudding? Any kind. Quinoa pudding. I eat quinoa pudding. I'll mm. eat pudding. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't mind. I like pudding. Butterscotch pudding. You guys are brutal. Okay. okay. Pudding. So Tony, there is a question, that, and it has oh, nothing sorry. to do with pudding or pants. Well, uh, that we ask all of our guests. <laughs> <Why am I>? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose three movies to be your desert island movies, yes, okay, movies that you'd have to watch over and over and over again, yes, what would they be? The Princess Bride, oh. William Goldman, and very just relevant. died this year. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he just passed away. Yeah, nice, nice poll. But what a, uh, I mean, I love. You know, I, you, you can watch it forever. You can watch it and watch it and watch it and watch. Can can I say that The Godfather one and two combined? Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I can. You totally can. This is my island. Yeah, yeah. This is your island. <laughs> okay, The Godfather one and two, mm-hmm. and then believe it or not, and this is going to throw you guys for a loop. Aaron Brockovich. You know, the scene at the end when Albert Finney walks into Julia Roberts's office as yeah. Aaron Brockovich. And says, the the fee that we discussed was inappropriate. And gives her her bonus check. Mm-hmm. And she freaks out on him and says, you know, he says that it's a trust thing. And she says, don't use big words that you can't don't understand. And she's screaming at him because she didn't think that she got paid enough. Right. And she looks at that check and it's a $2 million check. Yeah. And just that, it, it that brought look on everything. His face. Oh, that look yeah. on his face when he goes... You know, you suck at apologies. And he walks <laughs> yeah. away. But just, I mean, the movie itself, yeah. um, the Aaron Brockovich uh, movie, 
uh, where it brought all the, the the stuff about the 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 bad water and mm-hmm. and, and Mark Helgenberg uh, Helgenberger I think her name is um, she plays uh, she was in CSI for the longest time okay she plays one of the um, the women that were affected mm-hmm. and they're giving that family six million dollars and she hasn't got a clue what she's gonna do with six million right 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 but just the storyline so Godfather one and two I mean that's a great Princess one Princess Bride. And Aaron Brockovich. I mean, Albert cool. Finney just died this year we too. Really he had did that so. one within the last couple of months. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was great. I he mean, what great. a face. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you there's lots of pretty actors. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that guy's face yeah. is awesome. Well, I when, love it. When you talk about pretty actors and stuff like that, when, when we were talking earlier about, you know, uh, roles and things like that, <clears throat> you take a guy like Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. you know, you take a guy like Joe Pesci. You take a guy like uh, Steve Buscemi. These are not Hollywood, you know, totally. chiseled jaws, good-looking people. Totally. You take actresses like Rhea Perlman. Mm-hmm. You take the the actress from uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Mm-hmm. That was with Billy Crystal and 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 uh, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the, 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 the that's why I'm really excited about this role that you guys have helped me audition for, because. The cab driver in this, mm-hmm. what does the cab driver look like? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and hopefully I have that look for the mm-hmm. cab driver totally. because the, the actor that's in it, and again, we won't mention his name. Um, the, um, I mean, he's a good looking man and I think he's in his sixties or, or, or early seventies I mean, or something. Fine. Like that. What's that? He looks okay. <laughs> but he's a, you know, swaving to boner as they mm-hmm. say. But I mean, the thing is that there, there is a look out there for everybody yeah and that's why i mean i I could be the the billionaire the gazillionaire but i don't have to look sure you know i don't Mm -hmm. have to be pierce brosnan Mm -hmm. in the thomas Mm -hmm. crown affair sure you could be bill gates yeah he's the nerdiest guy you've ever seen in his life (laughs) totally but what a philanthropist totally you know and the money that he's you know given to the causes and things for sure but yeah so those are my answers Tony, amazing. Cool. Thank you for being on the show. I hope it was uh, super fun Oh, for it you. sucked. Yeah. It was awful. No, come on. I, I can't You believe. got to wear shorts. You I got always to wear shorts, sit, though. You got to sit next to two guys that enjoyed their beers. Well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so. Um, it was my pleasure, but thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking. And, you. and yeah. we really hope that you get this role. <laughs> so do we I, because then I can go back and talk about it. Totally. Yes. And mm-hmm. you said... And I have it on camera. Two bottles that you of would scotch. You buy us bottles of scotch. Bottles of scotch. I mean, exactly. pod, returning podcast guest is important. However, however, <laughs> and now listen. Yes. If the yeah, don't fuck around. It's yeah. got to be. It's got to be, be good Lefoy. scotch come or on. Jura. Come on. Come on oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll give you a list of everyone, the scotches we everyone, approve of. I'll take your eight dollarest bottle of scotch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> <laughs> my, my brother's a big uh, Tony fan. Karma. We already talked about it. Okay, yeah. don't fuck yeah. around. Um, right. Yo, is your brother a big Scotch fan? He's a big Scotch yeah. fan, but he he doesn't spend. He spends like uh, twenty five dollars for a bottle. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But, what does he uh, drink? You know what? I, I don't drink, so mm-hmm. I I don't know. I bought him a, a bottle for Christmas, and uh, I always love yeah. finding out. I, I truly, truly, mm-hmm. I love finding out what people's favorite drink is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? And same with same with cigars. Like if if a guy's a cigar oh, smoker, I love, cigars. I love finding out what their favorite cigar mm-hmm. is because because there's lots of shit. Right? Oh yeah, but but every now and again you see like a guy who's like eighty, mm-hmm. and you know that guy and whatever he's smoking he's smells been smoking amazing. cigars forever. And you're like, 
Yeah. He doesn't spend that guy does not spend sixty dollars a cigar. He's nope. got the perfect cigar, sure. right, or the perfect scotch for mm-hmm. him, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. what he loves. Mm-hmm. And I just love finding that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you so. love cigars? Love cigars, but you know what? I've never, I've never bought one. Yeah. Uh, people go to Cuba mm-hmm. and they bring them back for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll. But you know what? In all honesty, my daughter, my daughter, my sister just went to uh, uh, Cuba, mm-hmm. and I picked her up at the airport at two in the morning. And, uh, like a good brother, I told her that I would for the Cubans for, for the cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she brought me back uh, uh, two boxes. Whew. And uh, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the the, the name of them, mm-hmm. but there was a guy that I used to know who would bring me back what was called I called them all day suckers. Mm-hmm. They're about this long, right? And yeah. they were, you know, and it was, I would walk uh, probably, I don't know, eight or nine kilometers. And in that walk, I would smoke the whole cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, like I said, an all-day cigar. Tony. It was fantastic. You're a cigar smoker, so keep those uh, two boxes in a humidor. Otherwise, they're going to go caca. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got to get a humidor. Had a good, mm-hmm. had a good friend. A humidor. Had a good friend that got a box of cigars from mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. Left them for a couple of years, and they were. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nobody they're smoked good. before they're, that. Oh, no. Yeah, they'll be smoked they're before done. that. Yeah. Yeah, they're done. They're they're like, I'm going to smoke one tonight. Damn they're it. totally dry. my shorts. Of course. Outside. For the next eight hours, by the way. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll probably talk about... Um, shifted. Shifted. Talk about the rap and how everything totally. went. Yeah. And, and in the next uh, couple... Well, my film... When, how, when are you going to find out? Well, it doesn't shoot till April. So, I mean... All right. Well, let I us know. know. I'll we're let gonna you know. Fill, we're going to fill in yeah, the people. Keep us in the loop. If there's a, two bottles of scotch in front of these two gentlemen... On, on one of the podcasts, they know they were know. from me. All right, amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tony. Uh, yeah, and, thank you. Uh, you know, you you uh, dream big and work hard. Absolutely. Wow. How about dream hard and work big? That's yeah. fine. You could do that. Okay. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna do that because that's our sign out. Oh, that's is our it? Sign off. Oh. Dream big, work I was hard. Including okay. you I was including add, you. Then you have to add in your own one. Okay. Here oh. we go. Dream big, work hard, love sex. I have no idea. <laughs> Tony, our Tower of German graphic is 12-year-old boys. Oh. Thanks for watching First Frames First. Yes, First Frames First. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.